1: later what's up everybody welcome to the Loft spot i'm your host sebastian cosby right out of oklahoma city tonight i am flying solo and i am hanging out with rob from midnight foolishness what's up man how are you how you doing good i say flying solo because i'm the only host not usually i have a co-host but sometimes things happen and they can't make the show so midnight foolishness a band from new york city oh yes is that fair to say Brooklyn? Brooklyn's considered like Brooklyn, the Bronx, Harlem. That's all New York City, right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh,
2: we've been a, a Brooklyn band since the beginning, and we still are. We record out in Brooklyn. We play a lot of shows out in Brooklyn. You know, it's our hometown.
1: Yeah, cool man. And Sam McIntosh is watching right now. So we were talking yeah, crap about him you, earlier. Good, good to get in here. He's talking. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, we got two songs we're going to play tonight. We're going to play Could I Leave This To Die and also the song called 2017. Now, I got a question I got a question for you, Rob. Yeah. When, I think, when I think of, because you guys are kind of pop punk, but I think, I don't know if it's the New York City influence, but there's definitely a grunge feel to it. Is that more of a, like, New York City, is that fair to say if you're going to be in a pop punk band, you got to be a little bit more rough than, like, the West Coast? Uh I'm not
2: sure. Um in our scene uh when we were growing up, uh you know it was it was wrong to even be in a pop punk band or like punk. Um I'm a second generation punk actually, uh and uh in in uh my area. So I, I take that pretty seriously too. Um uh, back in the day, I mean when uh shows were really popping off and I was really young, uh we had this place called The Temple, and, uh, you know, a lot of big bands came out of there, and, uh, you know, there were just silent rules and, uh, you know, things you couldn't talk about. Like, you weren't allowed to like Blink-22 or Green Day.
1: Really? Uh, Is that because I yeah. was of a West Coast thing?
2: Nah, man. You hmm. would, uh, they don't consider that real punk out here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think they consider that real punk any. I mean, even, I guess even me growing up uh, in on the West Coast, if you're a punk rock, you probably didn't. No, Green Day was a different story. Blink 182, though, I think people might give you a hard time about.
2: I'm a big fan of both of them. So, you know, anybody who would ever ask me, oh, you're a poser if you like that. I don't care. It does yeah. not matter to I, me. I, to me, like, I like what I like. Me yeah. not liking what I like, me not liking what I would like. Or saying I like this band because of this and that—that that would be a poser to me. So,
1: uh, yeah, I, I think I think most teenagers are posers. I think they mostly just go with what their friends say, and what their friends are, or what like what society or like your your age genre or age group says that you're supposed to be, you're supposed to like, anyways. Right. Right. So, so your band started in 2000, like 2014, around-ish.
2: Yeah, around it, about 2014, 2015, something like that. There was an EP. We had a first EP called The Sinners EP, which sold about 20,000 right off the bat when that came out. Um, Then our (coughs) our full length record came out in 2016. Use Your Uh Head, Not Your Hands. uh, Also sold really well, um, but I guess didn't get enough exposure as it should have.
1: Uh huh.
2: And, uh, but uh, the one thing I could say is I know a lot of labels and uh, people are expecting our next record and move right now. So I think so that's the, uh, that's a little the, bit of an advantage.
1: The songs that we're going to play tonight, are they newer songs or are they from a few years ago?
2: They're from the first album.
1: Okay, okay they're from your first album.
2: Yeah, but we have a new EP that is supposed to be coming out uh, this summer, actually.
1: That's exciting, man. So it's been quite a few years. So you're the only original member to the band Midnight Foolishness. Yeah. How hard is it to keep members? I mean, there's four people in your band, right? Yeah. Including yourself. How hard is it to keep everyone intact to make sure that they're going to want to stay focused on the band? Because it has to be kind of hard, especially if you're getting ready, if you're wanting to tour. Not everyone can always do that. Uh, the thing
2: is, like uh, uh Midnight Foolishness is very lucky, man. Somebody leaves, somebody comes right in. Nice. There's no there's no waiting. There's no I get hit up and messages all the time about people wanting to be in Midnight Foolishness, wanting to contribute to the band, wanting to donate to the band. So I've been very lucky like that. Um, you know. <clears throat> I do of course uh uh miss the original lineup and uh Pretty much the only reason why the original lineup isn't here is because I guess uh, my drummer Dave and Dom, uh, and the bass player Dom at the time, they just, uh, I guess they were more into jazz or whatever, and they just, they didn't want to do rock no more, you know? Why'd they
1: they be in a rock band if they weren't even into rock music to begin with?
2: They wanted to try it. I mean, you know, people see faith in it, and, uh, you know... They think they want to contribute to it, and they want to try things, you know. And I'm not mad at them for leaving. I've also I haven't talked to them since they left, which is another hard thing, and it's a shame. But uh, you know, I miss them very
1: much, and I wish them both the best. Yeah, I think if your heart's if if you're gonna play in a band, your heart kind of really has to be into the music. If your heart's not into the music, that means you're not really enjoying what you're playing. If you're not enjoying what you're playing, you're probably not gonna. Take it too seriously.
2: Yeah, I guess so. I guess you could say that. I mean, we played so many shows again, uh, a lot of shows together. We did a lot of things, uh, you know. But at first, you know, like a lot of bands, we don't really make a lot of money at first. And uh, that's a hard thing, too. You know, a lot of people can't accept that. They think, oh, well, we should be making this and that. There should be per diems here. Or we should be on the road here. Or we deserve this and that. The truth is, nobody owes you anything. That's right.
1: Nobody has to give you anything, and
2: that's just what it is, man. And a lot of people don't realize that.
1: That's a good mentality to have, dude. Because a lot of bands think that they're like the best fucking band ever, and that they need to immediately start getting paid for things. And it's true what you said, dude, right there. Like no one knows who you are until people really know who you are and you earn their respect and earn their, you know, where uh, they want to listen to you and download it. You're just you're just another band to most people. Right. So. Right. All right, let's play the song, Could I Leave This to Die. Where would you guys shoot this music video at?
2: Uh, This is a spot in uh, Gravesend, Brooklyn. This was at a friend of ours' house, and um, we we did it all pretty much in one day, and uh, that was it.
1: Where do you practice in New York City? Isn't there like a shit ton of apartments everywhere?
2: Well, we have—we're lucky to have two rehearsal spaces. I have a rehearsal space in Brooklyn, and I have a rehearsal space in Staten Island. Oh, dang! And they're both fully loaded and equipped studios.
1: You ever watched *The King of Staten Island*?
2: I have. I did not enjoy it very much, but. <laughs> I do- I think Pete Davidson is a pretty funny guy, but I didn't enjoy that movie too much. No, <laughs> okay. I thought
1: it was kinda cool, but I'm not I've never been to Staten Island, so I'm sure I bet a lot of people from Staten Island probably didn't care for it too much. But all right. Yeah. Could I leave this to die? Here we go. I think this <laughs> is the right one. This should be the right one. If it's not, let me know. <laughs> okay. Cool,
2: yeah. I haven't seen that video in a long time, so that was good (laughs) to see you again. Yeah,
1: so back then when you wrote that song, because I know you talked about earlier how you write all the songs. uh, You're the songwriter for the band. Did you write that back then as well?
2: Yes. Yeah, uh, the thing about me is actually uh, a lot of people don't realize I write every single part. I write the drums, I write the bass and the guitar, and I sing the whole thing, and I record the whole thing. So... um, yeah, I wrote that whole thing, um, you know, it, that album is, the album that is currently out right now, Use Your Head, Now Your Hands, is a concept album, and uh, pretty much it's just, you know, just about an ex-girlfriend of mine I was with for a long time, and, uh, you know, it, whatever, we don't speak anymore, that's just. You know. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, e- it's easy to sing about ex-girlfriends, though, you know what I'm saying? I have an ex-wife, and I got divorced, it was easy, it was the easiest thing to write about, man. It's
2: like yeah. writing about your ex. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've had a lot of a lot of girlfriends and uh there's actually like a couple of girlfriends on that album. It's not all her. But uh oh, there's
1: several you am singing about.
2: Couple, yeah, there's a couple of different ones I'm singing about there. If you ever but, get the mostly if,
1: mostly but one, the ones about uh, my latest, yeah. If you ever get riders blocked will get you a girlfriend and break up. <laughs> you know, something to write about. Sometimes that don't work for
2: me either though. Sometimes oh, yeah. I'm really, yeah, sometimes if I'm really sad or depressed, I can't like fucking uh I can't write or do anything.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I for some reason I can feed off that. I don't I don't know why. It's when I'm happy like right now I can't write a damn thing because I don't I have nothing really to complain about. Yeah. So uh, I'm real kind of I can I can talk the thing about that. What <laughs> so there you go. How, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, How hard is it for you to find a drummer to want to be in the band knowing that you're writing all the drum parts? Like, do you ever butt heads with your drummers?
2: No, never. Uh, My first drummer ever was probably the best drummer I've ever seen in my life. And he's probably one of the best drummers in the world. He was like another, what was it?
1: Travis Barker?
2: No, no, he was better than him. Uh, what's his oh. name? Yeah, I can't, I can't. Roy. I wanna. It's not Roy Jones. It's something. Uh, Tony Royster Jr. It was like that. Okay. Yeah, he was really one of the. He's really one of the best dudes I've ever seen. Uh, play drums. So him, I had no problem. Most of the time, everybody just really uh loves to come in and just play it because it's feel good music, you know.
1: Yeah. What are the, are the venues that all open in New York city right now? No, they're all shut down
2: pretty much. Yeah. I think until June,
1: I wonder how, I wonder how, is it easy to play to a sold out crowd in New York city? If you're decent enough because the population is so dense.
2: Yeah, I think so. There's sold out shows all the time,
1: but I'm saying if you're like not a well-known, like let's say you just started in a band, you got a great song. You just send it to, like, the uh, the the venue or whatever, say, Car band, Play. I would just, to me, it seems like if you're, like, in the heart of, like, New York City, like, everywhere's going to be sold out every night of the week.
2: Yeah, no, it's not always that. It's not always like it's that. It's not? No, not every day. <laughs> there are places that do sell out, for sure, and there are shows that are impossible to get. You know, and it just it just shows you how hard everything really is right now, and it, the virus made it even worse. So now, now you're gonna have to rethink your whole strategy about asking how much money you want to play a show and how many people you're gonna have, be able to guarantee. So
1: someone said Roy Hinson, Mary Tackett's Mandy Mandy Tackett said Roy Hinson. Is that who you meant by chance? I don't know who that As is. As a drummer, I think maybe, maybe not.
2: No, Tony Roster Jr.
1: Okay. Yeah, I don't know yeah. who Roy. I don't
2: know. <laughs> I only say that because my drummer was a, a black man himself. That's okay and he had he had that style. That's why.
1: Are you a drummer? I mean, can you play? I mean, if you write the drums, can you also play the yeah, drums?
2: Absolutely. Yeah, I can play drums, bass, and guitar professionally, anything you want.
1: Have you ever thought about starting like a one-man band and just recording it all? Uh
2: I do record all the demos myself and then I show everybody and then they record Oh all. really? Okay.
1: Yeah. So I guess the I guess when you're in a band like yours, everyone's kind of just professional. You get, I guess you get professional people. How do you find – I mean, I guess people just call you all the time, but how do you vet them, and how do you decide who's going to be in your band and who's not going to be in your band?
2: Luckily, I have a band of friends right now, and it's all really cool. Like my guitar player, Mike Salzberg, was a friend of another friend that used to be in the band, and uh, he's a great guy. He writes great riffs. Uh, has great equipment and great ideas, and he's also uh, a great songwriter. Um, I have another friend who's also named Mike. His name is Mike Delfino. He's my bass player. Great guy. Another awesome guy. I've known him for a long time, and he's also a second-generation punk who went to the temple, and we both grew up together, and that's how we know each other sort of in that scene and played so many shows together, and it's just awesome for him to be in my band now. When you say um, second-generation
1: punk, is that like your parents were punk rockers?
2: No, because there was a generation in that, in the temple oh. that we grew up from that was before us. So
1: okay, we, were gotcha.
2: the, we were the kids; they were the adults running the shows. So they were the first generation.
1: Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay, let's talk about your tours that you went on. Obviously, uh, pre-COVID, was it mostly like an Eastern, you, like like Eastern United States tour? Did you ever venture off to the West Coast?
2: Uh, no, we haven't really done, uh, much West coast it has been mostly East coast, you know, anything we could really drive to, you know, um, it's just, it's really tough and it's really expensive and a lot of people don't realize it. And if you're not making the money you need to make to go to the next show, it it comes out everybody's pocket and that's, that's what gets hard and that's what you want to avoid, you know? Yeah. 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 not everybody, not every place gives you the guarantee you want, or some nights are worse than others, you know. But that's that's what uh, that's the choice you take out there, you know.
1: Are you in the subway system right now?
2: I'm by it, yeah.
1: <laughs> are you? Someone, are you outside? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's like you live right there. and just randomly outside of New York City somewhere doing no, a show. I, yeah, I live
2: like a couple blocks away from here, you know. But it's kind of loud and. Uh, my apartment uh right now because uh people are working upstairs from it
1: is that like a store behind you yeah <laughs> see i thought i love new york city man you can just do it you just go anywhere and do anything
2: pretty much man that's hey, quite man.
1: I, i've been in new york city once and i never ate a bunch of hot dogs that's what i remember when i went to new york
2: hot dogs <laughs> are good Got yeah, with the,
1: with the red sauce on it, the red onion sauce or whatever. Uh, what's the furthest place that your band played? Uh, touring, like away from where you live? Um,
2: probably uh I would say something about twenty two hours away, like Miami or something like that. We've been Is- to Miami. We've been we played almost every single part of Florida Fort Lauderdale, Miami, Gainesville. Um, we once even did a whole Florida tour for a whole week. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Just so we would build up the the fan base in Florida. Um, so yeah.
1: How's the the Miami scene?
2: Great. Miami's a 24 seven party like New York is.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've been there.
2: Awesome. (laughs) Having a good time there all the time. Uh, Oh, my bass player that passed away. Um, Last year from the virus He was from Florida So we we also Once he entered the band Then we really started doing Florida a lot And when we go up there We shot our last music video up there Which is 2017 Yep. And um, we rented out a mansion for that And uh, we had a great time Had a party (laughs) You know Brought some people over Right, I wanna right, rent right, out a
1: mansion. That's cool, dude. Hey, I don't know how you just rent out a mansion, but that sounds like something I want to do. Let's play, yeah, let's play, really cool. let's play 2017 right now. Let's play this song. Uh yeah. and, all right, let's and this is the latest music video you guys came out with, right? Right, yeah. Alright, let's do it right now. Here we go. Cool. And all my friends they got big plans to drink they smoke and it it's
2: true
0: When well, they don't
1: That video did the party continue?
2: Oh, yeah, of course it did. <laughs> That's the cool, next man. Morning, so, then, so we were out of, so we had to leave. The party continued.
1: That's cool, dude. We got a guy in here from Chile, uh, that oh, says, really? Greetings, man. So, you got some people watching from all over the oh. world.
2: <laughs> yeah, I want to say thanks for the comments. Everybody's pretty nice with the comments, so thanks for that.
1: Yeah, man, you guys, you know what, you have really. You have a really unique sound. You do have that pop punk uh, feel to it, but I wouldn't consider it pop punk myself. It's kind of more. It has like a I don't know. It's it's it is, but it also has like an alternative kind of grungy sound mixed with it. Yeah, yeah. I think your phone might be cutting out just a little bit, man. What happened? I think your phone's cut. I think your phone's cutting out a, a rock pop. Yeah, it's kind of rock. There, there you go. Uh, that the guy from Chile said that. I do want, I do want to say before before your phone gets out all the way. Um, do you want to mention where people can find you guys? Maybe buy some merchandise and what's coming on in the near future with some new songs.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, all you have to do is Google "Midnight Foolishness" literally, and we're on every single website possible: uh, Spotify, iTunes, Facebook, Instagram whatever you can think of we're there Um, we're making a new EP right now well I mean we're finishing it up a new EP we're hopefully getting it out in the summer we're not sure how many songs we're going to throw yet but uh, there is a a pretty exciting cover on it um, that I will mention now since I'm on your show and it's going to be coming out soon if you ever hear of the band M.U.R. we did a cover of MDMA cool man and I think that's going to be very unique, and I think that's going to shake up the scene when it comes out. So, um, yeah. we well, got a lot of things coming out. we got a new music video. We have two new music videos that is coming out. I think we're going to shoot a third one for the MDMA song, and then uh, then uh, we're going to pretty much release it all and just play as many shows as possible.
1: Hell yeah, dude. I hope shows come back soon, and... In- New York, I know there are some states around there that, that are, at least over here near Oklahoma, lots, lots of states, uh, going back to concerts. So I want to thank you for being on the show. If, you, if you're into Midnight Foolishness, want to check them out, Google it like he says. I'm sure you can find their merch on their website. Uh, go to Facebook. I'm sure they're on all the social medias like every other band out there is. And I want to thank everyone for listening to The Loud Spot. You can check us out. On YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, uh, TikTok, all the good stuff. So thanks everyone for listening. And Rob, don't go anywhere. Stay right there. I want to hey, I want to thank the listeners tonight for commenting and making some great comments. And we, I'm sure everyone wishes Rob luck, the guy from Chile. Thanks for uh, Bastion. Thanks for uh, tuning in, man. We appreciate it. All right, peace out. Rock on. Much love. Stay right there, Rob. Sure. This is the Loud Spot outro by nothing short of tragic.
0: Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud
1: spot with Sebastian? Because yeah. nothing short of tragic habit back again. Yeah. Cause everything that's good really, really has to end. Yeah. A pin post has a pin show. So to get more episodes make an order, this is over. Thanks for watching our video. Don't forget to click the like and share button.
0: Don't forget to go to our YouTube and subscribe.
1: If you want to listen to our audio and pick up some cool merch, go to www.theloupspot.net. Peace out. Rock on. Much
0: It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.